What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. What if kittens break a clock and spiel? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from a listener named Stevie. It's Stevie, and I'm seven years old. I'm a gymnast, and I like bugs. I have a pet tarantula. Her name is Scarlet. My What If question is, what if bugs could do gymnastics. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Stevie. Some of you may know I used to teach gymnastics and that I've always loved bugs. Now, we've got another write-in question from a patron named Elijah. Elijah writes, what if the Beatles, meaning the band, were actually Beatles and were called the humans? Elijah, just about everybody my age, also loves the Beatles. And I am so excited to tell this story that I want to jump right in. So let's find out what if the Beatles were actual Beatles called the humans? And what if bugs could do gymnastics? Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia Every single week, movies, music, even science and Disney, we've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Pixie Cato was feeling proud of herself today. She was the first non-bug player on the Bug Skipball team, and she was holding her own at practice even without using magic. In Bug Skipball, there is one big basket-style net standing 50 feet in the air on either side of the field. There are also three giant spider webs stretching all the way across the field at different heights on the way down. That way crawling and flying creatures alike can be part of the team, and it makes falling a lot safer too. But I digress. You'll never get past me, newbie! (laughs) Said Doug the Bug. 
Doug the Bug was a Hercules beetle, a type of rhinoceros beetle, and one of the biggest flying insects in the world. Of course, being in what-if world, that meant Doug was even bigger than Pixicado. These spiderwebs weren't the sticky kind, which is why Doug the Bug was able to launch his body into the sky, doing a kind of flying log roll towards little Pixicado. But she'd been swinging from her parents' wands since she was a baby. And so she grabbed Doug the Bug's horn and flung around it as if it were a parallel bar, while holding the game ball, a very sturdy and adventurous roly-poly bug, between her tucked knees. Then with one last spin around Doug's horn, she launched herself up and through a gap in the next layer of web. Ooh, that was a pretty good move, said Doug, shaking his head and looking legitimately impressed. Of course, Pixicado still had to get by Flyona Apple. Some small-minded bugs grumbled that flies had an unfair advantage in the game of Bugskitball, but Pixicado knew the truth. Flyona was the best because she lived and buzzed Bugskitball. She was the best because she practiced the most. Oh, look, the Pixie thinks she can score a goal on me said Flyona. Pixicato didn't really think she could, but she figured she'd make a good show of it. The little pixie fluttered forward, holding the roly-poly bugskitball in one hand and using her other to help her maneuver and flip and twist and turn. She thought for a second she might fake out Flyona with a last-minute flip to the left, but... Nice try, new kid, said Flyona, buzzing directly into her path, reaching out for the ball and... Grabbing nothing but air. What just happened? Said Pixicato, feeling shocked and a little woozy. <whistles> a whistle blew. Bowel, no magic, Pixicato, complained Flyona. I'm sorry, that's never happened before. You can only use magic to help you fly or climb or prevent injury. I know, I know, but I mean, I literally didn't even know that I could teleport. Oh, come down, it's just practice, said Flyona, gently patting Pixicato's shoulder with a wing. It's a safe place to make mistakes. I guess there's things we don't know about pixies, added Doug the bug. Practice wrapped up about an hour later, but the first one had left her feeling pretty tired, to be fair. The roly-poly bug they'd been using as a ball unrolled. Good practice, everyone, said Coach Oli, the roly-poly. They always seem to sound a little dizzy. I think we'll be in good shape this weekend. Just remember, Pixicato, no teleporting during the game. I'll remember, Coach Oli. See you then. And Coach Oli the roly-poly scooted themselves back into a ball and rolled their way off the field. Pixicato packed up her pads and wing guards quietly, still feeling embarrassed by her accidental magic. But on her way home, Flyona Apple and Doug the Bug caught up with her. I think we've been a little hard on you, kiddo, said Doug. He was a kid himself. But Hercules beetles were so big, they tended to talk this way to anyone who wasn't a giant. Let us make it up to you. Flyona Apple pulled a paper ticket out of her gear bag. It was for an 8 o'clock show, happening tonight, starring some band called... The Humans? I've never heard of them. They're only the most popular buzz and hold band of all time. 
buzz and hole? Oh, please don't say it like that. Buzz and hole. It was music started by bugs, but lots of people listen to it. We figure we can learn a little about pixies, and you can learn a little about bugs. That is so kind, but this ticket is for tonight at 8 o'clock, and it's a school night. Just ask your grown-ups. How could they say no to you seeing the humans? It'd be pretty unbelievable. Pick you up at seven. So Pixicato thanked her friends and zipped home as fast as she could, feeling so excited and energized that she actually managed another short teleportation on the way home. Of course, that second one left her feeling. Uh, oh, hello, Mother. Hello, Mom, said Pixicato to Fairylise and Spritalright, respectively. Oh, you seem exhausted, said Spritalright, zooming up to her daughter. You have been pushing yourself too hard at this bug skitball, fussed Fairylise, taking Pixicato's heavy bag of gear. You know, if you quit now, we can still get half back on all these pads. No, I don't want to quit. <sighs> I've just been going through a lot lately. Well, tell us all about it over dinner. Oh, no time. I gotta take a quick nap before the show. Oh, what show is that? Asks Sprite Alright, raising an eyebrow. Flyon and Doug invited me to a show. It's the first time I've been invited to anything by these kids. And that show is tonight. But Doug the Bug is flying us there and back. He's a Hercules beetle. We'll be very safe. Whoa, there aren't any adults going? I don't think there are any tickets left, Mom. The humans are the most popular buzz and hole bands in the world. Buzz and hole? Ugh, please don't say it like that, Mother. It's buzz and hole. And maybe you would know that if you had any bug friends. Pixicato, look at yourself. You're exhausted. You want to skip dinner so you can take a nap. So you can go see a band we've never heard of with friends of yours we've never met. Not to mention no adults, and you're just telling us about it now. Mother, Mom, I'll be fine. Yes, you will after a hot meal and a good night's sleep. Mother! We can all go to the next buzz and hole show together. Ah! Cried Pixicato, fleeing to her bedroom and slamming the door behind her. Before too long, a soft knock came on her door. Uh, normally I'd teleport your dinner right into you, but uh, I thought maybe you might want a little space, so I'll just leave it right here, said Sprite Alright. It was usually the parent she was least mad at that came knocking at her door. But that only seemed to make her madder, as if she didn't realize what they were doing. Go away, Mom. I've only got an hour to rest. It's just you said you were going through a lot, and you know we're always here. Yes, except when something's really important to me, said Pixicato, pointedly leaving her dinner outside of her room to get cold, despite starting to feel kind of hungry. Okay, you are feeling angry at us right now, and I understand. I'm around when you're ready to talk. Good night, honeyfly. And I wish you'd stop calling me that. <laughs> Good night, Pixicato. <sighs> and Sprite Alright teleported away from her daughter's door. Now, fairies don't need smartphones to write to their friends. Pixicato simply drew her wand, thought about Doug the Bug and Flyona Apple, then started writing on her window curtains and glittery letters. It took her some drafting and erasing and redrafting, but when her message was ready, she made the curtains flutter with a flourish of her wand, and the words disappeared, and then reappeared in front of Doug and Flyona. The message read, 
change of plans. You can pick me up on the underside of my cloud. That way we'll get to the show even faster. Our response quickly wrote itself on Pixicato's curtain. It looked like a fly's face, but one eye appeared to be winking, which was not something Pixicato thought flies could do, but she took it as confirmation. And instead of trying to rest, Pixicato spent the next half hour trying to figure out how to teleport. When Doug and Flyona arrived at the underside of Pixicato's cloud, the little fairy was waiting for them, looking a little peaked and sweaty and tired, but wearing a human's t-shirt she'd magicked herself. Oh, handmade merch. Very resourceful, Pixicato. You have no idea, mumbled Pixicato, climbing onto Doug the Bug's back. Well, more specifically, his pronotum, which is like a the head-back region, but before where the wings come out. Anyway, that's where she climbed, holding on to his horn for dear life as he <laughs> flew off like a shot. Sorry for the hustle, but our tickets are general admission, so the earlier we get there, the better our view. When they arrived at the venue for the show, Pixicato looked up in awe. This is Flyaway Park. The oldest bugskip-all field still standing. Flying. Right. Seeing here, buzzed Flyona, gesturing to a point just above the stadium, where they could see bug roadies flying around doing a sound check. The humans will be at the top of the stadium, flying around with wireless instruments. And a rad electric drum set. While we watch from below. Pixicato saw that most of the non-bug people rested in chairs around the edges of the stadium. The field itself was reserved for general admission, and the crowd was using the three layers of horizontal web, classic to a bug skip-all field, to sit, stand, and even crawl around and over each other, vying for the best view. Um, general admission looks like it's mostly bugs and big creatures, said Pixicato, trying not to sound as nervous and tired as she felt. Sure, but for a bug skip-all team like us, we can get around them no problem. But there's so many. And many was practically an understatement. Granted, Doug was still one of the biggest creatures there, but just barely. He and Flyona looked at Pixicato expectantly. What? You know, if we got up to the top, Doug could block us out our own little corner. We'd have the best view in the house, and no one would bug you all night. Pixicato didn't like the way Flyona had said bug. It's not that I mind bugs. I love them. Every fairy is said to be part bug, you know. That's horsehair. You think we're icky. No, I just... I wasn't prepared for this. I'm not sure it's safe. Doug and Flyona gave each other a look. You could always teleport us to the top. But I've only ever done it three times. Once at practice. Then again on the way home. Then when you snuck out to meet us. You knew? Change of plans, meet me on the other side of the cloud. We weren't born yesterday. Yeah, I'm three months old. What? That's full grown in beetle age, but they say I still need to finish school. But you talk like an old man. You try talking with a giant horn weighing down your mouth. It's just I thought you two were responsible. And we are. That's why we brought you. You can get us up there safely and we can see the best show ever together. 
They were at the bottom of the field now. Three layers of web hung between them and the sky, where the band would be playing any minute. Did you just invite me because I had magic? No, 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 no. It's also because you're old. See, Scarlet the Tarantula was supposed to be our chaperone. She's a big, hairy, scary grown-up. <laughs> no one messes with her. But then she got sick, and our grown-up said we couldn't go. Until we told them about you being 51 years old. But 51 is still a kid in fairy years. Didn't you think it was weird that I played on a kid's team with you? Kinda. You're a hundred times my age. But I still live with my parents. I thought maybe they lived with you. But you knew I snuck out in- You know what? Never mind. I'm taking you both home right now. Pixicato grabbed each of her bug teammates by a leg, knowing that if she took them out of this stadium, she'd never get another chance to be their friend. But she was so angry and embarrassed and worn out that she tried her best to teleport them away. <sighs> Only to find herself flying right below the humans as they started up a song. Wow, you really had us going there, Pixicato. But these are the best seats in the house! And Pixicato couldn't argue with that because they were flying right below four beetles, each playing musical instruments. Wait, the humans are beetles? Yeah, they spelled their name that way because their songs are so hummable. But they misspelled hummin' because they're just weird and clever that way. Oh, I get it, said Pixicato, very much not getting it at all. This next one's your favorite song, said one of the humans as they zipped by. I think it's a little presumptuous for them to say this is my favorite song. Zzz, it's the title of the song. Your favorite song. Just listen. This is your favorite song. Not the one we sing, but the one you're remembering. This is the perfect song, not, not the, the one, one we sing, but the one that taught you that thing. Might be a glad song, might be a sad song, might be a song that you're humming on and on. Might have a lesson, keep you from stressing, might help you get right out of the mess you're in. This is your favorite song, not the one you hear, but from earlier this year. This is a relevant song, not the one we play, but the, the one, one that'll save the day. day. So just take a minute to think about that other tune and do whatever it's telling you to do before it's too late. So stop your waiting anticipating cause this next part is kind of just frustrating I think the song is telling me that I've got to get us out of here no the song's not saying anything that's the whole point you really don't get buzz and hold probably not but it reminded me of a song about responsibility and I really think I've got to get us out of here right now and even as Pixicato spoke the crowd started climbing and flying upwards they weren't happy about Pixicato and her friends, blocking their view. Get out of our way. We waited in line all day for these seats. Just who do you think you are? You know, one second thought, maybe it is time you teleport us out of here. I can't. 
I only brought us here by accident. But those other bugs look like they want to eat us alive. And like they probably could. Pixie was scared, but as she looked at her friends, she saw that they were terrified. And being 50 years their elder, she thought maybe she should do something before a swarm of bugs was on top of them. The humans flew up even higher, and security bugs started coming out, bracing for this rising, roaring crowd. All right, listen, we got ourselves into this mess, and we're going to get ourselves out. It's just like bugsketball practice, right? Sure, if we're facing every team at once. And we're going to need a big defender to help push past them. Hey, I'm big. And if anyone gets by, Doug, we need our old star to fake them out. Can you do that, Flyona? I can fake out anybody, but there's so many. I know, I know, but practice is a safe place to make mistakes, right? Maybe my magic mistakenly makes those webs into the sticky kind, huh? Okay, yeah, so as long as we stick together and don't touch the webs. Now you've got it. Let's go, team. And off they went, dodging and weaving through the surge of insects. Doug was big enough to brush most of them aside, and Flyona flipped and flew circles around the rest, leaving them so off balance that a little nudge from Pixie was all it took to stick them to the spider web. The magic drained her, and her wings started feeling like weight strapped to her back, but she kept going. They made it through one web, then another. Last web, shouted Doug the bug. But as he looked back, I think we're going to pull this off. His wings got stuck in the last web. No, 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 no. Pixie tried to undo her spell, but her rainbow wand had lost its color. Her magic was spent. Just get out of here, Pixie I'll stay with Doug. Flyona. Then I'm staying too. Pixie We're not leaving you, Doug, so you can just drop it. Would you two just look? They'd been twisting and turning in acrobatic twirls for so long that they'd kind of lost track of their surroundings. Yes, they were stuck on the last web, but the very last bug had just finished swarming past them. A ladybug, no bigger than Pixicato's pinky. That was some pretty sweet gymnastics, you three, said the ladybug. You all should play bugsketball. We do, said Flyona, looking at Doug and Pixicato. And we make a pretty great team. They already left, didn't they? Oh, that ladybug left immediately, yeah. Pixicato, well of spell right. I didn't know I had a middle and last name. You don't, but I'm so angry I just imagined them. Are we in trouble? I don't know who you are, but probably. Mom, I can explain. How you snuck out with an untrained teleportation spell, nearly got yourself and your friends trampled by bugs, then stuck up half a concert in spider webs. Yeah, that just about sums it up. Pixicato, we can undo this web spell, but we could not undo it if you or someone else got hurt. I'm sorry, Mom. I messed everything up. Yeah, but she was downright heroic at the end. We almost got away with it, really. I'm not sure what point you're trying to make. Neither is he. I promise, Mom, I'll never teleport again. Oh, fat chance. No, no, what you need is practice. And lots of it. Really? Yep, yep, for the rest of the summer. You're the official unpaid teleportation intern for Fred the Dog. Really? JF Cat, too. Here's your day planner, intern. 
Go ahead and look where Fred wants to go tomorrow. What is the Museum of Really Old Eggs? You'll see. Well, you'll smell first, really. <laughs> the end. Can't you just ground me? <laughs> you wish, kiddo. Well, Stevie and Elijah, thank you for your questions and for lending your names to give us Pixie Cotto's middle name of Elevy. Folks at home, it's a huge help if you leave a rating and review for us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And it's an even huger help if you tell someone who you think might like the show. You can also check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld to get ad-free episodes, a shout-out on the show, a better chance of getting your questions answered, and access to other great prizes. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Miss Lynn, my producer who pitched this story, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who know that your grown-ups want to hear about your life, mistakes and all. You might find out we've made a lot of the same mistakes ourselves. And until we meet again, keep wondering. <laughs>